Welcome to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am your host and purpose career coach, Michelle Glover. Imagine how you could feel if every day you walked into work, you felt like you were walking in your purpose. That is what I call professional peace. Join me as I talk with leaders and they share their authentic journeys of purpose discovery and how they found professional peace in corporate America. Your journey to a purposeful career transformation starts now. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. He is a phenomenal leader and overall a phenomenal person, a global world traveler. And I just can't wait to have this conversation about his journey to purpose discovery. So we have Mr. York Ertz here today. And for those who have are not following you or are not connected with you, tell us a little bit about what you do and your role that you have. Okay, yeah. Thank you very much for having me, by the way. So first of all, I'm excited and uh, try to be um, honest, like always, and, and answer the questions and, and try to give some content to you out of my life, of my experience. And it's quite a while, my journey so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, for sure. So I'm, my name, if you said it, Michelle, my name is Jörg Ernst. Uh, I'm a German citizenship and um, my actual job is I'm a CEO of a global company sitting and locating here in Zug in Swiss. And I have a long career in, in different opportunities, jobs uh, differently. I work now professionally. Let me, let me count that. I think for nearly 39 years. So unbelievable long. Oh, wow. Um, no, don't say you started with six. No, no, I started <laughs> much later. Um, and uh, I'm in the railway business in, in the last years. And also in this profession, I'm in, in railway, making others, other customer doing work for them. So in ca- case of um, products, but also on services uh, with a global team, uh, quite a different uh, challenge than the job before. But that makes the difference that you get from time to time an opportunity to jump on. So I'm also very global, traveling a lot and seeing customers after COVID. Now it starts very much, I would say, high seeking that everybody wants to see and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So from here again, I repeat that because I really mean it. And we both know us for years now. And I'm glad also to see your career, what you have done. And I'm excited that I get a chance to be here to today. Awesome. Thank you. And so, uh, York Ernst, we met at Siemens years ago, and I always tell people, you know, no matter where you are, make an impact, have a good impression on those around you, because you never know how your paths will cross again. And so I was so thankful when I reached out to him, because I remember him being just a phenomenal leader and a great person. And, you know, he said, yes, and I'm so thankful for that. But I think that's also a testament to the relationships and the impact that you have on others even if you're in a role that you're not happy with. So very important. But how I start all of these interviews is we want to get a sense of your professional joy. So when you think about your what brings you joy, what makes your heart sing? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So what brings me joy? I mean, on first of all, I think if you if you can manage things, if you can make people successful around you, 
and, and getting things done without doing it just by yourself and always responsible and always pushing and doing all the things. Having people working with you and create success on the customer side, on your people side, getting the people involved, the people excited, that makes me smile. We, we not win each and every time. Uh, I, um, my heart is beating up more if you win something, for sure, as an order or something. But at the end, uh, make, make things happen. This is what, what, I, what I see things changing over time and coming to a good and better. This is what, what brings me joy and also to, to see things in a different in a different way. So different situations in business, different situations in life and giving content and, and bring, bring knowledge in and make others to their success and, and, and making things different than, than before. This, this brings me joy at least at work for sure. At, at, at the private life, you have also other other kind of joy, and it's always a good mix between family and business. But I think this is something I like to see things moving, not saying it every day. People starting to listen to you, believing you, trust in you, and make things different for the good. This is what mm. I I enjoy very much. Awesome. And so important for us to identify those things that bring us joy. So when we're in our work environment, we can think, is this thing lighting me up? Is this making my heart sing? Because then I'm more likely to do it and to do it very well. And let's talk about your journey to finding out your purpose. Tell us about your professional journey and how did you discover those things that you were really good at and that you excelled? Okay, this was more than one question, Michelle, but I try. <laughs> I'm going to pack them all, pack a punch. <laughs> broad, a broader answer. Let's maybe start with, with you asked for the career, right? What, what, mm-hmm. Okay, so for me, it was a different journey and also on the purpose of life. I think, I mean it, like I say it, I mean, the purpose changes. I mean, I have a different purpose. I, I was five years old. Then I was 10 years and maybe there was an age of 16 and then, and, and. so there are different purposes. But at the end, uh, I think your fundament will be the same. What, what mm-hmm. you feel, what is for you right and wrong. So, and, and beside that, I mean, using the purpose, what I, what I always would like to create and uh, it's kind of family living work and business for me is, is like family and, and I treat mm-hmm. people in my career to to follow to do things with me with myself and and for themselves uh, because they like it and you just mentioned Michelle this is not always an, an easy way it's not every every time sunshine we have thunderstorms we have rain we have hail in business and you need to manage people team and yourself always very professional and if you do that they they listen to you they like it because you if you get too emotional and accurated this is not how how to deal and it's not also you do it not in a family in your life you don't like it and you don't you should not give it this is how i handle the business and this was also through my career always a, a path as i w- was learning during my career till now i learn but different leaders different people women men different leadership different leadership styles it's never like you said, this is super perfect, whatever. But each period of managing of career paths have had a certain capital in my life or chapter in my life where I've had leaders to say, I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I learned from them what I don't want to be and how I want to do it differently. Right. There are other leaders you can learn a lot from and that there are things you like and you take it on. Still having my, my balance like I am, my, my values, 
but creating something out of that. And out of the career path, as you said, starting very early, you have to stop me, it's too long, right? Yep. But, <laughs> but starting very early, as, as I mentioned at the beginning, and starting them as a, after the school is apprenticeship, not doing a study, I decided a different career path because I wanted and not my parents wanted, but I wanted, and, mm-hmm. and I started that and, and, and worked at the, at the machine shop. I mean, I worked as a blue-collar person for 12 years, getting responsibility over time, doing studies by myself beside of work. I think, Michelle, you know that. I think more than nine years of, of study beside everyday work was horrible yeah, for my wife. Mm-hmm. Right. My children later on said, hey, where's dad? Oh, he's in school. He's, he's learning. Yeah. We go to to the swimming pool and uh, dad is learning uh, or my partner's learning at that time. And uh, But I did it because it was a purpose for me to learn more and learn the things. And, and, and at a certain point of my life, changing a little bit on, 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 on my purpose, on, on my career path, I had fun to work with people, guiding people, mm-hmm. leading people, working with people, doing more things, more responsibility. And I got more. This always thankful to my to my companies I was working for. It's not the people, the person itself. It's a company. It's, it's your management, and so I could grow in in different paths. First, mm-hmm. low key, no responsibility. Later on, supervisor and up my way to to a CEO. Pretty tough on myself was a promotion in a business as a CEO. I was starting my apprenticeship, so there were still people they work with me. I was mm-hmm. working for them. And, and treated them, they they treated me. So I learned not to do the same, but I learned how, how to, to engage with people. They even were your boss at the, at the beginning of your career. This was quite a challenging time. But so creating the value over time, creating your personality over time, and mm-hmm. changing your purposes and, and, and what you're working for. Um, this was my career path, getting from a skill worker up to leading companies, up to, as you know, sometimes I've had more than 5,000 people working with me every day. Now it's a little bit less, but it doesn't matter. It's not the people, it's the joy. It's mm-hmm. the it's a thing you can prepare, you can bring to the business, and you can foster something. This is what wow. I my career so far. Wow, so far. And and there's more to come. And there's so many nuggets that you shared that I really want us to highlight a little bit uh, deeper. One of the things that you shared is about treating people like family. So you said, you know, I've come from, you know, the manufacturing, I come from, you know, being in the apprenticeship program. And I saw leaders along my career that I didn't like. And I said, okay, I don't want to do that. So the nugget here is even leaders that or managers that you have that you don't like, right? Take note of why you don't like that particular leadership style or why you don't like that trait. And then you can start to use that as your own development to be intentional on not becoming that, right? And so as you do that, you start to shape your own leadership style by not just what you like, but also paying attention to what you don't like. But this point of treating people like family, and I know that has been kind of what has made you a successful leader. Could you tell us more about, you know, when you're treating people like family, sometimes making decisions that are hard? And how do you do that when you have the the role that you have as a leader and people respect you because they have this family relationship, so to speak? Mm -hmm. Okay, but but before I answer, I give you two examples maybe on that one. Mm -hmm. For the topic, what I mentioned before, to, to having leader leadership in different styles, 
for me, it was always important. I didn't change my base. I tried to be the person who I am. I didn't change for the purpose of getting promoted or for the other one. What I, what I was more like to adjust to different leadership styles. And as you said, instead of complaining, I, I mean, I would like, I would never have complained anything, but instead of just complaining, forming something for yourself, what you said, this is, I didn't like that. And mm -hmm. I would do it differently. And if you get in the same situation, in the same job, in another job, how would you do it? Mm -hmm. And and if you keep your base and how you are and 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 use the momentum to do to do it like you would like in that moment to be treated and handled, this is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So this is essential. So some people said, oh, I changed because my boss is changing. I'm doing this and this. This is not what I'm talking about. It's more like focusing, take it on, work with it, be yourself, and grow with that. This is what I think it's important. So in in regards of um, of, of leadership and I think impact, right, was, was what you're asking with examples, right? Mm -hmm. For me, a challenging situation. I think, um, yeah, letting people off. I mean, as I said, it's not always sunshine. It's wonderful um, to have job interviews, getting resumes and selecting people who fit to your team. Not easy, by the way, but it's, yeah. it's good. I love it. Um, mm -hmm. And for sure, I don't love so much in coming in critical business situation where you have to lay off people and or cutting costs, first of all, and then doing things not anymore, cutting the fun stuff like traveling, cutting the Christmas parties, and then later on come to a point to, to lay people off. But the, the learning and the doing out of that for me was was always that I can, that I keep the people informed about the situation and what's coming up and why is it the way and what will be afterwards and what is the, the challenge and the target. And by being honest and open in the discussion about the situation and the action would come, I get even more people to follow even in bad times and then even in good times because they say, this is a leader who can tell me what is the future. Do we close out everything? Can I be part of it? Yes or no? This is quite a was a challenging situation and another, another challenge I, I have to admit from, from my first experience in the US as a German mm -hmm. delegated to the US, knowing and thinking you know the world and you're a great global leader, but living in another country, working in another country, um, behaving different than, than you usually get trained or, or are used to was for me also a point because as I was mostly working in an environment of where we have had manufacturing, engineering. So people at work every day, they are not just calling in and, and having mm -hmm. sales meetings as well, but, but also going to the shop floor. And remember my time I was working there, we have had managers, they just walk by. They're not mm. even, hello, and how are you doing? Just being there and don't talk, just work. And I'm always was the person who talked to the people. So my in my first operation, you you, you know that maybe Michelle in in, in Norwood, in close to Cincinnati, mm -hmm. uh, first time that the, the channel manager goes in the factory, and even talking to me, can I can I answer? And and things mm -hmm. like brings me back to the topic for challenging situation, taking people on, talking to people, trying to to get them involved, and and creating them out of that. Uh, a change, but this was quite challenging for me. Yeah, just uh, not always the nice weather situations, mostly situation of business turnarounds, 
a changing of technology, a changing buying and, and, and selling businesses, uh, insert businesses, selling businesses. It's another tough story you went through, but this is how, how I have to, to say how I, I try to do it. And, and again, this brings you back to how you treat people in good times and how you treat people in bad times. Right. There should be no difference. Oh, I love it. And, you know, you talk about those things that anchor you, right? Because sometimes when we think about purpose, we think if I'm walking and I'm doing, you know, what I love or I'm doing that job that, you know, I feel like is aligned to my why, that it's always going to be easy. That it's always going to be rainbows, unicorns and sunshine. And you're saying that's not the case, but I'm staying true to my values. I'm staying true to who I am. I'm treating people with respect. And that helps get through those challenging times. So knowing your values is so important on your journey. And you talk about your global career. And so I, you know, we talked earlier and it's like, where in the world is York Ernst? So where have you been this week? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, <laughs> I would, and it's not a normal week, but it was a week and it, it, it is still a week. So yeah, I started um, the journey on, on uh, I told you, on, on Sunday night, coming back from a business trip of Dubai, um, landed in Germany. This is an early flight to land around five uh, in the evening. So Sunday, spending some time with family, birthday party, and then going in the car and driving to Munich to fly uh, with the airplane at uh, Sunday night to Budapest, Hungary. So and no, I, I slept at the airport flying out in the morning, so this is true. <laughs> uh, arriving in Budapest, jumping in an airplane, a private airplane, flying to Egypt, having a two-hour meeting with a minister, not by myself, with a lot of other very important people to try to make business. And at the same time, at night, flying back to Budapest, have a night there. Next morning, flying to Zug, Zurich, so where I am, today here in, in, in Switzerland. Tomorrow, I have to fly back to Germany, other meetings, and there's a fair, I forgot to tell you, and then Friday, be at home. And then if your partner or wife or man, husband will ask you or your children, so dad, how was your week? <laughs> and have you seen, I have planted new flowers. And so everybody has the purpose. Everybody is creative. And, and this is also something, also if you're a global leader, essentialist, coming home, being there and, and be there for others. But mm -hmm. having exciting week, yeah, for sure. And, and being everywhere. It's also sometimes painful to be on the road, but uh, global means global. And, and, mm -hmm. and trying to adapt to other countries, other time zones, temperatures and uh, business behaviors. So I know now I have an issue with driving a car. So I learned that. I always thought <laughs> maybe in other countries, but... Hmm, so I don't know what the rules there. So this is this is um, just a, also on a, on a, let's say a more funny side, but business is tough. You have to be ready if you are there. You need to be prepared. You have to to listen. You have to to behave. To follow different cultures. I mean, Arabic cultures are different than European cultures than American cultures. That's just also a, a tip for everybody. It's not it's not just your culture. It's a mm culture and, and everybody's different but everybody's right so um as i i was my, my journey to to make it a little bit longer excourse as my children were in school in, in america they opened their their land landmark and the map mm -hmm. and i looked at it and said I, I i'm confused it looks different right because america is in the middle right mm. 
do it at home in Germany. We open it. It looks completely different because you're a businessman. So I did it in all countries I was. I was always looking at the map. India, China. Yeah. America. It's different. What I want to say, it's not your map is right. Everybody's map is right. So I think about if you be globally on your journey and, and you want to be successful, better prepare as well what is the right for the others and what they think it's normal instead of telling them what is normal for you. This is quite a big learning and I just mentioned that if you if you go from east to west and, and back home, it's quite different. And, and I can just say by learning, by mistake, by success, mm-hmm. uh, adapting it and always think about what might the other be feeling right in business, in life. It's quite mm-hmm. essential. Yeah, and that is great advice, you know, whether you're looking for a global career or even in your own sphere, it's looking from the lens of others. And so you having that global assignment, tell us kind of what prompted you to take on the assignment here in the U.S. when you had that opportunity, you know, were you hesitant to say, I don't want to do this? You mean the adventure of of being in the U.S.? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was uh, this was a quick decision because um, I get asked at, at uh, it was a Friday from my boss. We have a business discussion about you. What about America? And I have another thought than my boss have had at that time because I believed in that. And he said, Ah, we we don't know. We're not sure. Then then they asked me and said, Do you think you can bring an impact? Mm. You can make things different. And I was pretty young, and I thought, Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super career path in Germany, whatever, 10 years managing, I can rule the world. And um, it was quite a different undertaking. So the easiest way was taking a flight over there. The most uh, exciting one, bring a family with you. Mm-hmm. Life completely, kindergarten, school, life, finding a house, who rents a house, Germans, mm, we don't know, we never talk to Germans, finding a school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on the business then it was a in a, in, a, in I would say in a let's say shaky position, and then very much unionized again bad numbers, never mm-hmm. on time, and 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 this was a task where a lot of people would say if you look at it in a rip perspective, mm-hmm. um, quite hard to manage. But I think because I was so different from another country behaving differently, talking to people, trying to understand, trying to help at the beginning, but then making others do things differently. This was the undertaking. This this take took a while. I mean, again, this is a mix of if you go by yourself or with a family, you have to first settle your family that, that they feel mm-hmm. comfortable. School, never, Cincinnati has no international school, so you have to go to public school. And we find the wonderful one that said, oh, we have never had Germans. You will be the first, but we will <laughs> wow. My children couldn't talk any word of English. They were alive, mm. and and having an, an, a surrounding, it's a good, a good match to to the to business as well. And they said we tried. We have never that had that before. And after six weeks, they start speaking English. And they mm. complaining at home and said, "Let's talk English. We don't want to talk German anymore." So and they make their path in a different world, and they feel satisfied, happy. And then I could concentrate on work because you cannot manage both things. Unhappy right. family, un- unhappy at work, it's a disaster. So better better manage both sides. And, and as I just saying it, for me, it was a was an adventure. I call it like that. Adventure was not 
that I have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> this was more like I got a lot of learnings, um, why things are different. And, and the most important thing for me was, and, and this takes a while, if you say the things differently, if you act differently, if you show that, that you do what you say, then you get one more followers. I was, I mean, have had so many things where they were just not in order, out of my understanding. And, and so we worked again that I could explain how I see things, how others see things. And I was very happy that even years later, Michelle, I was on vacation in Cincinnati. I still have friends. I go in July again. And I was invited to the factory. And there are still people that know you. And oh, they wow. Said, this was the man. This was the man. He talked to us and he did this and he did that. And it's for me a wonderful, a wonderful feeling to go back. And, and you, you brought some impact. And, and it's wow. not out of you. It was a team, and it was quite a wonderful change. Yeah. Oh, that is truly, again, you see why he is uh, on the show, uh, but a testament to you as a person and you as a leader. And some great advice that you shared about, you know, when I was given the opportunity, I said yes, and I jumped on it. Oftentimes, we will talk ourselves out of opportunities because we overthink and overplan and overdo and think it has to be perfect before I can go. And he, you know, Jörg said, I wanted to have impact. So I'm going to take on this challenging assignment uh, and I'm going to say yes to it. And then I'm going to go forward. I'm going to deliver on what I say. I'm going to talk to the people, you know, build relationships, you know, get to see things through other people's lens. But I believe that I can do it. And so right now for you all, do you believe that you can do it? Do you believe that you can take on that stretch assignment? Uh, because if you can believe it, then it's important that you work hard to make it come to fruition. So think that to yourself. Have I taken on a stretch assignment lately? Have I said yes to the stretch assignment? And am I delivering on my performance and my work? So great, great nuggets and that he shared. And again, uh, you know, when you leave and you come back and people still sing your praises and still say good things, I think that's a testament to you as a person and as a leader. But as we talk about kind of kind of going on to that element of legacy and impact, you know, when you think about the professional legacy of York, what is that? What do you want to leave behind as your, you know, professional legacy? Yeah, that's always a good question. And again, I think this changes over time. So if you ask me, my, my answer for sure will be different than each of your answers because you're in a different stage of your life, a different stage of your career. So I think this is different. My, my impact, as I said it before, for me, it's, it's to have a, a functional, happy team working. And, and whatever environment you are in the business, if you have the right team formed, and it's not you, you make impact because you get the right people together and, and you give them guidance and you give them trust, then this is, the, let's say, the elixir on success. So this is this is how I, I would I would phrase it. Yeah? Mm. So for me the, 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 that it's always like like working as I said before as a in an environment I feel I feel comfortable. So what I want to leave behind is that the people love to be at the place they are. And yes mm. there, there will be a time of change in another job, another profession, maybe also in retirement. But you should be there and, and feel comfortable in what you're doing. You see, you need to have a content of what you are doing and you should have a leadership what brings the value to the, to the organization. That is 
like the same the same value I think you need to bring in your family and, and if the people feel home and the few people feel comfortable like being in a family you can say something you can behave something and you feel comfortable in what you're doing you have someone who helps you if you're not feeling good and, and helps you if, if you want to know something and get answers uh, and be yourself I think this is phenomenal and I would love if people will look back and said this gentleman whoever this this leader brought us the difference as we felt so well in bad times in good times but we are part of one team one boat all together that oh, wow my kind of an impact i would like to to see if if you look back on what you have done it's not just for time being for a year and then it's different i think that's a matter of impact but it's also a matter of time how long you have the people the management, the leaders. Mm -hmm. If you change year by year, you have not an impact you can measure. It's always a matter of three to five years that you see the first time the impact of what you have done and what is behind you. If you if you if you move on in one or two years, you have made something, but you cannot measure the impact. Ooh, that's great career advice, you know, for people who are like every year I got to change, I got to change, I got to change. And you're saying, you know, to really have that impact, it takes time where, you know, you have those three to five years to really start to gauge the impact that you're having. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was a great career nugget uh, that he has shared that you want to keep in mind in your own career development. So as we kind of wrap up here, I like to ask people their why. You know, the why is the thing that threads all that we do. You know, it helps gives us the thread of purpose and all of our activities and our what's and our how kind of align to that why. What is your why? The, the why for me, and it's, I think everybody's why, hopefully quite different. My why is more like I, I have to, I, I like to motivate me every day. The why is to every day coming in, trying to do things even a little bit better for myself, for others, and the why is. This is why you're doing it, because I believe you can always do, do things different and give something to others. Oh, wow. Powerful why. And uh, how I like to wrap up the episode is I always ask for a hashtag. So I say hashtags are in. But if you had to think about your purpose journey and your career and create a hashtag for it, what would that hashtag be? Yeah, I think um, even if you follow me on LinkedIn, you will find it. For me, it's like being part of my family. I mean it by heart. I mean, being being treated like that, being treating others like that, to join happily an organization, this is what I think is the best thing can happen. Asking for, can I be part of it, being with different members and, and, and joining the journey, joining joining the family and, and work together, not just for today, for tomorrow and for mm. our children. Oh, Wow. Powerful hashtag. And I love, you know, this is someone who is, is a global leader, CEO of a company, world traveler, but you hear that it's bigger than the job. It's, I want you to be a part of the family. And I can imagine the sense of community that creates within an organization. So I want you to talk to that one leader. I'd like to give people some advice. If you had for someone listening today to give career advice, whether that's someone who's looking to be a global leader, what career advice would you give him or her? Okay, how much time we have? <laughs> so follow him on LinkedIn, but uh, maybe a couple of minutes. Career no, I, advice. 
Okay, I tried to be quick on that. I think, yes, and in, in, in case you have a question, just just raise it to Michelle or to me. I usually always answer. So the, the topic for me is career paths are not always straight. They're not, they are not always straight. I mean, I worked not at McDonald's, but in other things to, to pay for myself at certain times um, and could never imagine what, what could be my career path at the end. I had always a, a vision and a wish, uh, and I followed that. But this is like, like climbing a mountain. There are certain people they can just climb straight. There are not so many, as you see, but others. They maybe make a detour, wait a night, bivouac next day, next day, going back because it was too exhausting, taking more training, coming back. So I think career passes always different, not always straight. So don't worry about it. Make the good things out of it and think twice about which path you are taking. Michelle, you said it. The other advice is don't make too much thoughts about a job. You will never have a different answer than you have it in three days. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. Your, your stomach, your heart, your brain, they work immediately. It takes a little bit, but not longer than three days. You will, you will, you will be just <laughs> failing or the job is gone or whatever. But, but be clear on, 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 on that matter. And the third thing, what, what we just talked today about the impact, and believe me, I get a lot of resumes and I write resume by myself if I want a job. If you, if you read it through and ask yourself, if somebody will ask you about an impact and what was your impact, if you read through your CV and the line said, my responsibility, I create a sales volume, whatever, the question is not that. The question is, what was the content of the job? So did you change the culture? Uh, did you integrate a company? What was your performance on employee rating? Not just one year, five year. This is impact. What, what makes a career pass and a testimony on a CV differently. So if you go home, read your CV and said, Oh, did I have just lines in? I, I did it also at certain times. I said, Oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm responsible for, I'm responsible for, I'm responsible for one year, two year, one year. You might not wonder why you don't get a job. But mm -hmm. if you if you focus and refocus and said if you take a job, think about some days, not too long, mm -hmm. and you enter into a new job, think about what you should write in the line in the chapter of your career path. What did I do by myself with the team? What was the impact? And this is always a hard question, Michelle, as you ask me. What mm -hmm. is your impact? I mean, it sounds like oh, should I say it? I don't want to be arrogant. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you should not ask me. You should ask the people who worked with me and said, did he make an impact? It's not mm -hmm. it's yourself, it's the others who should measure it. This is my advice to that. And yes, it depends on careers are different. Careers are not CEOs and just CEOs or just leaders or just general managers. Career passes can be different. You can be a nurse. Um, you can be whatever server, you can be a car wash person. It doesn't matter. The career path is different. You start maybe with the inside and later with the outside. This is a career. And it's not always just the top, top, top leader. There are different careers. Make yourself aware about what you want to be, how long and how far you want to go, what's the impact between you and your family at a certain point, what is more important, how you want to manage both. And that's just it. So you all have gotten uh, some great career gems that I hope you're thinking, you know, how can I apply this to my own situation? 
So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. So much wisdom that was poured into us on or poured into you on your career journey. And as you go into this journey of purpose discovery, being authentic to you, treating people around you like family. I mean, that's what's going to make the impact that you desire. So Michelle Glover, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I pray that you are blessed and enriched by today's content. I pray that you choose to walk purposeful and powerful in your career journey. If this message resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast. And for more resources on how I can support your career journey, please visit journeyunlimited.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And bye for now.